welcome to the Wildlife Around You show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Hiya. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. Are you excited about the one we're going to talk about today? I am excited about this one. But before we get into it, what animals have you seen? Oh, what animals have I seen? Great egrets at several of the ponds around. Fishing, looking for food. Haven't seen any of them catch anything. They're there, actively going for it. They got to be doing something, right? Because they're still alive. Yeah. How about you? So while we were in on the East Coast last week, we were driving through parts of Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey, and there were so many great blue herons. I should have expected it, but I'm used to the rivers here, and I don't always readily associate herons with the ocean. Yeah, they got lots of water around there. They do. All right, so what animal are we doing today? We're going to talk about the osprey today. Ironic thing, I like to try and get pictures of all the animals we discuss on the podcast. And so we visited Oregon a while ago, knowing that they've got lots of ospreys. And we'd been there a couple of days, and I'm like, I haven't seen an osprey. I need an osprey. And then in like an hour, (laughs) we saw one, so... You know, just speak it out to the universe and your wish will be granted. Hasn't worked for beavers or moose yet, but we're still open. Yep. So ospreys are actually known by several different names. Uh, They were once known as the fish hawk, a river hawk, or a sea hawk. And they are very large birds of prey. Uh, They're about 20 to 22 inches tall with a 60 to 70 inch wingspan. So Roughly the same size as a goose or a little bigger. Uh, The way you can kind of identify an osprey is they'll have brown above and white underneath. So if you look up at the sky and you see white, then chances are good that's probably uh, an osprey. They have a little more white on them than other raptors. And the head is primarily white, but they have a brown stripe through the eye. It's kind of like eyeliner. Yeah. Where, and, where can you find these ospreys? Um, they are very, they have a very expansive um, distribution across the world. They're in North America, Northern Europe, Asia, the coasts of Australia, South America, and parts of Africa. I mean, it's that's a pretty large swath of the earth. Um, they typically are near bodies of water, either lakes, rivers, ponds, or oceans. Yeah, they have to be because they feed primarily on fish. So yeah. you've got... If you're near water on one of the continents, chances are pretty good you're going to do it. And where we if you're saw by it, water, not on one of the continents, I don't know where you are. <laughs> True. Because um, where we saw it, it was along the um, coastal highway along the coast of Oregon. Yeah. And we were not super close when we first saw it, and we could see it clearly. I mean, they are a, a large bird. Yeah, and you don't even have to be on the coast. We we get a few here mm-hmm. in central Texas that work their way up through the, the rivers and lakes. Yep, because so. we have a lot of water here. Where do they nest? So they like to use man-made platforms to build their nests on, especially if there's a shortage of trees for them to build a nest in. Both of the adults build large nests from sticks. The males gather the sticks, and then the female arranges them. And It's they, a wise relationship. It really is. The wife is happy. Everybody's happy. Um, They may use the same nest year after year, adding to it each time, which can make them very large. 
Um, they tend to be 10 to 13 feet deep and three to six feet in diameter. That's just, that's massive. Yeah. If they've been going at that same nest for years, you could, you could hide a human in there. No problem. Yeah. And the one that we saw was in a nest and it was quite large. Saw one kind of starting a nest on a platform. Then we saw Mm -hmm. one in a established nest. Yeah. So they will migrate um, from the north to the south every year from around 6,000 miles or more in that migration. That is a long ways to fly. When it comes time to find food, they'll fly above the water looking for the fish, usually 30 to 130 feet up. They're not way, way, way high up in the air, but they'll kind of circle looking around for it. And then one of the ways you can tell them is when they dive for it, they'll dive down and then right before they get to the water, they'll put their feet out. They dive feet first where a lot of other birds will just go in nose first or beak first and get it. But they catch the fish in the talons and so they go feet first. And then when they fly away, they'll actually rotate the fish around so the head is pointed forward and is parallel to the bird's body so that it's aerodynamic. As it flies, which is just, okay, sure, you figured that out. Yeah, and they probably do it quickly without much effort. Yeah, so if you see a fish flying parallel to a bird facing forward, and the bird's white and brown, you get yourself an offspray. So what about their offspring? So they usually lay between one and five eggs at a time, and the first egg will hatch a few days before the last one. Um, And they are ready to test flight when they are seven to eight weeks old. And after two to three weeks of test flights, they will go hunting with their parents. So that's fast. Got to be a quick study. So what eats them? Eggs, like with all birds, are kind of the most vulnerable. So raccoons will often eat the eggs. And then when they're young chicks, uh, great horned owls will be on the lookout for them. And some great horned owls will even go after adults. Really? Yeah. So these are like the original pescatarians and their diet. They eat almost exclusively off of live fish. 98% of their diet is live fish. Wow. For that 2%, they can also prey on other birds, reptiles, or crustaceans. They prefer to to hunt where the water is shallow. So if they can find a river with some shallows where they can see the fish, makes it easier to catch it. They can dive up to three-ish feet if it's needed, but they'd prefer to catch it at the surface. And they can catch fish similar to their own size. Quite yeah. a quite a feast. Yeah, that would be a sight to see. But they're great fishers. Um, they catch prey at least 25% of the time, and sometimes up to 70% of the time. And they can usually, if you're watching them, they'll catch something within about 12 minutes, which that's pretty good. That is a good average. I've been fishing a few times and I didn't catch anything within about 12 minutes. I think it was hours before anything popped up. So apparently I need a trained osprey to help me with my fishing. (laughs) So what kind of fun facts are there? They can live to be 20 years old. Their outer toe is reversible, which means it can carry slippery prey with two toes in front and two in the back. Owls can do this too. And that they have closable nostrils to keep water out when they're diving. I mean, they are just built to be fishers. Built to fish and built to keep what they catch. Yeah. I wonder they excel in 
are thriving. So, so if you live around water, keep your eyes out. Chances are good if there's fish in that body of water, uh, you might see an osprey at some point. Yeah. Especially as they migrate through regions. You can always follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. To make sure you don't miss a future episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. If you really liked it and are willing, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. You can find the show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. So until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily and see what is around you. Thanks. Bye.